podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I'm not, we've already established between me and you what the airline was. Yes. Um, so, so, so as not to ruin any potential spot, uh, sponsorship deals in the future, but <laughs> three out of the four TVs didn't work. And it was the three across that was my, my two daughters and my wife. So what it was, was that um, I, at various points, held both of them and watched uh, DC's League of Super Pets. But they only liked the beginning because my, like, my girls are at, at, at the age where it's like they don't really like scary things, right? Like it's like they understand what is supposed to be scary and they're not into it. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> Spoiler alert, that <laughs> continues for life. Uh, yes. So, um, so we only watched the first part where it's fun until the, um, I guess it's a guinea pig gets the orange kryptonite, uh, and tries to kill crypto, the super dog. Yep. Um, sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. So, uh, flying on a plane without access to televisions or reliable wifi. Uh, with three-year-olds is uh, recommended highly. Let me tell you. the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast, a championship version of the Touchline Media Group, because in my spare time, I want a title this week. Suck it, haters. Um, I am your uh, host, Asa, aka The Twig. I'm here with my co-hosts, Napoleon Greg, aka The Stump, uh, as well as uh, Benny the Jet. Um, Benny and the Jet. Uh, hold on. Have you ever seen uh, Mystery Team? Don't think so. A phenomenal film. Um, but early in the film, uh, Donald Glover's character uh, is pretending to be like an adult, and he he uh, talks. He's like yelling at his two kids. It's like I expected this from you, Benny, but you, you the Jets. I would never <laughs> like such a dumb joke. You can <laughs> tell a real a real movie snob when they start calling him films. Did I call it a film twice? <laughs> um so like normally normally for me that's um that's i call i call um i call them records right like it's like uh you know um not albums abby abby road is a record in my head not an album right uh-huh. uh, this episode is not brought to you by any particular record or album or film although we are open to such things not all films we do have some standards i know it seems <laughs> like we don't but we, we don't. do we no don't. we don't we don't. Uh, if anybody, if anybody out there has an OnlyFans and they're trying to uh, promote it, we're not above that. We we are bottom of the barrel feet. If you had to put it on a body, uh, and uh, if that's your thing. If that's your oh, thing, okay, uh, okay. Shout Toes out, to, uh, shout, shout out to Rex Ryan. Um, episode <laughs> is brought to you by uh, Smith Workforce Management Group. Whoever Blue Air decides to put in. Swoveralls is not yet uh, a sponsor, but uh, Paramount Plus is. Um, and Paramount Plus is notable because you can watch some soccer there. 
And you can also watch soccer. Greg, where else can you watch soccer? Uh, on Universal? Uh, that's one option. That, that's, that's one option. The better, uh, could, the better <laughs> option would have been TNT. Yes, I did yet again uh, watch. I checked FOTMOB, and it led me astray, as it is wont to do. And it said that uh, in my area, the game was only on NBC, Universal, and Peacock. And for some reason, my peacock was still in Spanish. And then at halftime, I was looking for a basketball game to watch, and I flipped over to TNT, and it was the best. It was the soccer game, and I was I texted these guys, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I had complained in the group chat that the fact that I had to watch it in Spanish, and nobody mentioned <laughs> that it was on TNT. <laughs> halftime, I, I texted could them. Have. Yeah, whatever. We could like have. To- and I really that, enjoyed the NBC. I really enjoyed the NBC Universal uh, announcers because they say every single thing with an accent, except for the name Matt Turner, which is just very <laughs> jarring to be like yeah. Matt Turner. <laughs> and another benefit of TNT is uh, when the game ends, it leads directly into the amazing film Pacific Rim, uh, <laughs> the closer with Kyra Sedgwick. <laughs> Also that, um, but no, no, but, but seriously, um, I know that we're going to talk about the two soccer games that happened. We, we are going to break those down. Um, dear listener, before we get into those, there's two things that are important. One of them Pacific Rim. is Pacific Rim. Um, yeah. and like, you know, there are certain films that change generations. Um, Casablanca probably, um, certainly Citizen Kane. Um, there's an argument to be made that Easy Rider was the definitive film of the sixties. Um, yeah. You know, you could, you could, you could say the movie um, taxi driver is way more prescient in America than you thought. Wait, is um, it prescient? I thought it was prescient. Prescient. I hope oh. it's prescient. That may be one of those words I've only ever read. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'll happen. Um, I, I had a, uh, I had a player and I'll talk about this in a second um, who uh, kept saying Fastius, and I was like, "What's fasty? Fast- like fastidious? Facetious? Oh, facetious! <laughs> <laughs> I've told this before. I didn't know what uh, self-deprecating was. I kept I kept calling it self-depreciation. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it works that certain, way, though. Yeah, yeah. from a certain point. That's of why it's, it's always made sense to me. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was a uh, epitome. In my head, it was epitome for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've um, also told this story on the podcast, but I couldn't pronounce Bogota, <laughs> Bogota for a while. I know. Ah, there we go. Um, so, uh, back to so, Pacific Rim, though. Back to so, Pacific Rim, though. I'm not even going to lie. I saw it for the first time maybe like five years ago, and I was just delighted. Like, I felt like a seven-year-old boy again. Like, I'm watching giant aliens fight giant robots, and like, the one grows wings. And you're like, Yes. And then the robot has a giant sword. You're like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> and it just, it's amazing. Guillermo um, del Toro, you've done it again. So I'm going to tell you, uh, I did not see it for the first time five years ago. I saw it for the first time opening weekend. Saw opening it for the weekend. second time opening weekend. Opening weekend. <laughs> um, uh, the first time, so I'm going to tell you the story. So the first time I saw it, it was a Saturday night. Um, and I was living in DC at the time. And um, 
summer of 2013. I can, I can tell you the summer, it was summer 2013. And me and a buddy of mine, it was like, you know, it was late Saturday night. And we were like, let's just go see this movie. We had been drinking for a considerable portion of the day. Even better. Uh, It was amazing. (laughs) But like the next day, as I was hungover and didn't know what I was doing that day, because you know, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go see it again because I think that that was the best movie I've ever seen, but I was also <laughs> very drunk. Um, and I went back and I was like, I, that was great. That was, a, you know, Idris Elba is in it for some reason. He yes. didn't need to be, but he was. Right. Um, the white dude was every white dude ever. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was fun. Um, but yeah, phenomenal film, phenomenal uh, direction. Um, and it's why, it's why, uh, I think that Godzilla movies and King Kong movies are always good because what, like what, it's what they're saying to you. It's what are we doing? We've got a big ass monster. What's it going to fight? Another big ass monster. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like at my generation, there were like crappy monster movies on Saturday mornings. And I love the things Godzilla versus King Kong, Godzilla versus Rodan, Mothra. All of that, that stuff. They remade that Hell shit yes. like 10 minutes ago. Right? Um, I'm pretty sure the last, uh, like the Godzilla versus King Kong had, uh, uh, not Mothra, Rodan. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds right. Uh, yeah, that shit's awesome. Um, and like, we don't need to get into the, um, we don't need to get into the reason why uh, the Japanese around the 1950s became obsessed with large monsters that were created from nuclear fallout and how like maybe certain decisions in history can fuck up cultures for like a while. Um, like, like that's my thing. I just would like, while we're on this point, uh, if you're an American, you're not allowed to make fun of Japanese people for their cultural interests. Like as, as it relates to um, either anime or anime's obvious uh, derivative, um, which, you know, again, we're not above it. You can sponsor us. It's fine. Um, but like, we did that. It's like, why are they, why are they like, why are they into tentacle porn? It's like, you don't get to ask that question when you drop radiation on two of their cities. Did you, uh, on a slightly related note, did you see the, uh, I think Musk tweeted out the, the, uh, King Kong meme. (laughs) No, but it was, uh, like the King Kong is like on the building, you know, holding the, Uh, the, you know, the damsel in distress. And it says like from a different perspective, it's just. King Kong's junk pressed up against the window and people in the boardroom <laughs> looking at him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Somebody in the Empire State Building was working late that night. Balls in his jaw. <laughs> balls in his jaw. Um, jaw mouth is that anything goal mouth i i, I don't I, all right um, oh, second, um the uh yeah okay uh the other thing is is that i did not get to watch uh either of these games live because i was in the midst of a uh, basketball tournament four games five days uh national ter- national championships in uh in new york um it was a lot um i i would like to give respect to all of the teams that were there because all of the teams that were there um lost except for mine and so you know like i knew what it was gonna be and i 
<laughs> so um so on the flight home while while my tvs weren't working uh the, the, there was a kid sitting next to me who went to one of the schools and like i was wearing uh like a like the team hoodie and i it, like he just like looked at me and was just like yeah okay all right quite is better than mine yeah um i mean like look like i i can't imagine how how that flight was for other coaches right like that's a long flight after losing um for those of you in the tri-state area of course who listen to us and i know there's a couple of you because you're our third biggest market um you know it's a short drive short drive you you you'll 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 i'm sure you're over it by now um but it was fun but i didn't get the point is is that i didn't get to watch these games live um and I forgot it, there was a point to this. Yeah, there was actually a point to this, other than me shit talking, you know, teenagers. Um, but wait, I thought we had a rule against that. I thought we developed that like the third episode. Uh, we did actually. You're right. That's you can't bully me. high schoolers. I I think you can bully high school teams. I I just I, I didn't mention anybody nope. specifically. No, nope. we're good. Well, am I allowed to bully them if that was their last game? Hey, look, the lawyer found a loophole. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Um. And also, like we we we, it is actually um, podcast podcast law that we are allowed to bully them after their last game because then they're functionally college students. Um, so um, you know what? I'm not going to because we won. I I, I get to be gracious. But there's right. somebody who was at that tournament who knows that he was talking a lot of stuff about how he was the best player at the tournament. And so he went home. to summarize, ah. we're anti-bullying children, but yes. pro-bullying the team of children. An anti-assassination, but only sometimes anti-assassination. Okay. Yeah, I just want to summarize the podcast uh, stance here. We have actually an yeah. alarming number of rules for a <laughs> podcast that doesn't have a functional uh, direction. We should yeah. probably write a constitution at some point. It's going to be weird. Yeah, Stop. but then, then in in two hundred years, people might misinterpret that constitution in a way that maybe you know be, gets the problems. Anyways. <clears throat> Let's talk about soccer, shall we? Um, so we played Granada um, in the first game. I didn't even watch it back. So like, I watched the El Salvador game back. Um, I did not watch the Granada game back because, um, you know, I have a limited amount of time and I haven't slept more than five <laughs> hours in, in, in the last week. Um, and I just don't need to see that. Um, so what we're going to do about that is, is we're going to take it as seriously as the U.S. men's national team did. Benny. <clears throat> if you had to summarize in one sentence the Granada game, what would you say? Uh, Pulisic looked like he did under Arena and Klinsman, but also they were playing against Cones. So, and... I, so, so I here's one of the the things that I I, I was hoping someone was going to bring that up because one of the like the sort of the big quotes um, during camp was Ricardo Pepe said like. Yeah, like there's a lot more freedom to attack within Hudson's system. Like someone asked him, like, what's the difference? And he was like, there's a lot more like just like room to just sort of pick your spots. Um, and it feels like this team, especially this team, needs that because our two best players um really love just sort of like, what if I tried some shit real quick? Yeah. And and if if I can expand upon it a little bit, I think I think Pepe is um his movement is much better than DK's. So I think him being in there against El Salvador or against Granada helps that. And I actually think De La Torre <laughs> is I don't think he's a better player than Musa, 
But I think in that type of game, he's a better offensive threat than Musa. So I think between Granada being worse and the U.S. having more of an attacking thrust with Pepe uh, De La Torre and Pulisic playing well, <laughs> honestly, the uh, the whole USMNT kind of looked like they had been, um, what was the name of that bar? Pups and Paws or something. We're here to chase tail. It we looks are like here to spent... chase tail. <laughs> it looks like maybe they had spent a night there before playing El Salvador. Yeah. Um, so, oh, so I get, do we want to talk that? Nah, whatever. We'll talk about that later um, because it, it involves giving a lot of credit to a certain person that Benny is not really wanting to give credit I to. I followed him fine. again. There you go. You got it. I might you unfollow him again before the day it ends. Will. I just, I don't know. <laughs> can I, can I count on anybody to really just like read that's already on my timeline to retweet anything he says that's worth, like, I don't yeah, need to take care of it. everybody that says every little complimentary thing ever. Like he does love oh that. Gosh. There's there was a guy who uh who I follow um on my personal account who like you know like those people who like farm engagement by like asking yeah. like a hundred questions. Yeah. And it's like, you know, what's your favorite sporting event ever? And it's like yeah. there was a dude who who went through it and like answered one through a hundred. Uh-huh. And I was like, You're getting muted. I, I I'm not doing this. This <laughs> or is the not people, going to be my timeline today. Or the people who like tweet out a picture of Messi and Ronaldo and are like like for Messi, retreat for Ronaldo. It's yeah, like, no, that's annoying as hell. Like, like if my thing with that is that, like, I always wanted, I always felt like the way to do that was like, you know, you put up a picture of Messi and a glass of pineapple juice, and it's like, like for pineapple juice, retweet for Messi, because every because people are more likely to to like something written than retweet it, and so I want to know what like what like how far away from um even you need to be in order for something like significantly worse to get more likes yes that reminds me of uh what was the uh nickelback versus a pickle or something yep (laughs) the pickle was the runaway i mean pickles are great like i I, i'm just saying i love pickles yeah can't 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 fault them I like this is this is like maybe like the, the 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 most dad thing that i can possibly say in this moment but i like I currently have a, a jar of garlic pickling in my fridge um, because I I'm, I'm a pickler now. Pickled jalapenos, solid. Well, yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Um, I really like garlic, um, so that's that's my wife does with. not like garlic. So when I cook, what he's like, can you not put garlic in? I'm like, no. Uh, I <laughs> have to put divorce? some in. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I, I just, like, I don't know how to just, cook without garlic. Yeah, I don't. Like, you still put some in. You just tell her you put less in than it called nah. for. Is there, wait, so when you pickle garlic, you still chop it up and use it and stuff that way then? Wait, like, ask that question like, again. You're not just, like, chewing on garlic, right? The pickled garlic? You are straight up chewing on garlic. Do you put the whole clove in there or do you, like, separate it into the pieces? Uh, like like individual pieces. Not gonna lie, I try that. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I like got antsy and 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 had a bite after uh, two weeks. Not bad, not bad. Needs more time. How long is how long are you supposed to wait? Uh, anywhere from eight weeks to six months. Really, that long? Apparently, are you did, I, you cheated two weeks, dude. I, I, you have known me for a very long time. At any point in that time, have I been someone Please. who's like? 
no, notable for their impulse control. <laughs> Quote the I Simpsons. The this is America. Do you want it done right or do you want it done fast? <laughs> do you want I it right? The fifth. <laughs> yeah, you can do that in America. Um, anyways. Your uh, ideas what, are intriguing to me and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Uh, it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> Whatever. I've already subscribed. You are. Uh, but anyways, so um, against Granada, my my takeaway against Granada is my takeaway against all games like that, which is like, we're better than a lot of the teams that we routinely play. It feels, I, so, you know, we, we go through this, like, you know, who are the, you know, comparisons in international soccer to college football? Because like nature of this podcast. And it finally occurred to me that we are, um, we are Boise State. Like we are Boise, we are we are some version of Boise State or Gonzaga, where it's like ninety percent of the teams that we play are the little sisters of the poor, and occasionally we get like we we play as many good out of conference games as we can, and there's one team in our conference who can and will dick trips, and like beyond that, it just sort of is what it is. Like I think that we're Boise and Mexico is now Nevada. Um, and Canada, you can be SDSU, I guess. Um, but like, again, this is football, not basketball. I mean, I um, think the U.S. gets some maybe bonus a little bit or credit because it was away, but still, it's Granada. It's Granada. If you were really going mean, to convince me that this was better, you were going to need to score more than one goal against <laughs> El Salvador. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, so, so I also, I'm a little bitter because I do not gamble. All right. I never gamble, but I hang out with a couple of buddies to watch the elite eight and they gamble like on everything. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll put 20 bucks in FanDuel and see how fast this goes. Answer pretty quick. Um, but also I had $5 left and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put uh, five bucks on the U S to score more than three goals. Ruined my enjoyment of that game. Just a little bit, by the way, <laughs> couldn't score three goals, huh? <laughs> I mean, it only would have been like five or 10 bucks, but come on. Come on, um, I, I I would I would like to know uh, what the over under on goals was for the Granada game, because like I can't imagine it was more than five and a half. <laughs> right? Oh, it was like it was like three and a half. I mean, that's an easy easy over. Um, Apparently, well, um, so in that Granada game, I think that it, what those games are useful for is is seeing the ideal of your system. Um, like that's what I've always felt. Like it's like I've I've been a coach for a long time, and sometimes you play against teams that are really bad. And like the thing to do is like, hey man, just run our stuff. Like make sure that you're running your stuff correctly, so that when you play a team that's not a bunch of traffic cones, you know what you're supposed to do. Um, you can't do that with young teams, and we are a young team, so you know whatever. I'm also like I don't know. I'm not a fan of Anthony Hudson, but I do want to give him credit. He got an extra attacker in there. We've been asking for Greg to do it for, you know, years and he just pretty much wouldn't, but he got, you know, he got um, Reyna out there. It's, I don't know what to tell you what position he was playing. I guess. I don't think any of them knew what positions they were just playing. Just go wherever. But, <laughs> but um, like, actually that, so, so that sort of gets me to a point about Reyna um, and, and Hudson such as it is, but like Reyna in that free 10 role is just like so much fun. 
And like, I don't know if, if the proper pair is McKenny Adams, McKenny Musa, Musa Adams, whatever. No, it's not going like, to be Adams for a little while. <laughs> not going to be Adams for a little while, uh, allegedly. Um, but I, I, is that confirmed or was that just like, I don't know. 29 said it and a whole bunch of like leads sources have now said it. So I think it's okay. legit. And Ham okay, so, done for the year. Yeah. Done for the year. Oh. Um, do we think he would be, no, he'll, pro- he'll probably won't be back for nations like then. No. Um, that sucks. I don't think um, you want him back either. No. I well, but like, he's more important. He's more, I'm just saying he's more important over the long run than he is just for one nation's league. Well, I was thinking about last year's, uh, Wes McKinney thing, whereas like you brought him back and he like just like very, he was able essentially to very slowly ramp up, play a couple games and then rest for the next like month and a half. Um, but yeah, uh, it appears, dear listener, that, um, I, I would say podcast favorite. I think that we like Tyler Adams way more than the rest of the, like our community does. Um, be, I, 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 I blame it on us being big 10 fans. Like, I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Like, I think like having like a super defensive guy who's like offensively challenged is like, so like, yeah, plays really good defense. What do you want? <laughs> so, um, to, to jump a little bit, I, I think we've talked about this. We're basically going to get the A team for the Nations League finals. So yeah. That's what early June, I guess, yeah. and then everybody, you know, gone for the summer because they need to work on their moves or cement their place at their club or whatever. But what do we think about Pulisic maybe staying? Because like he's done at Chelsea, he's going to want to move. Like, does he does he play the Gold Cup just to like put himself in the shop window, or does he like sit it out to like work on a move? So I think I think what it is is that if you're Christian Pulisic's people the move needs to be done between the nation's league and the gold cup. And it's like, you, you can't have a late August move. Cause the window like, opens July 1st, right? July 1st. Yeah. So if he's not, if he's not gone from Chelsea by like July 10th, which is, I think when the gold cup starts, it's, it's malpractice. Like you need to know where you're going. Hmm. And for a long time, I was hoping that that was going to be Milan. Uh, but now I'm I'm anti Milan. Like they they've soured yeah. on me because they yeah. they've done awful things to our boy who like didn't need a step back. No. And also, I'm doubling down on the no U.S. players to Syria. Ah, if I can just yeah. cut one more thing out of my life, that's just going to save me time. So I don't even Tanner- have to worry. I don't have to worry about where it's at. Like what like service is carrying Syria. Ah, I don't care. I don't even um, think about it. Speaking of which, Joe Scally is now being rumor, rumored to uh, Fulham America. Right. Um, we need one more great. person, one more player, and we got a full U- American backline. I'd be, I mean, Austin Trusty is right there. Although I guess Rain likes the lot. Although I mean, it, it, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say the grades are dead, but like, I'm not doing them for this either. I'll, I'm, I, may, <laughs> I may revive. I may revive them at some point. But Miles Robinson was good against was El good. Salvador. Yeah. So. Yeah. He feels very back. Yes. Um, and he's I what, think he is what he is, but he's good at what he does. I, I'm very interested to see if, because we know that he's not resigning with Atlanta. I'm very interested to see what happens in June or in uh, July and August for him. If Atlanta is, is not. Contract status. Is it up this summer? It's up in the, in December. Um, so he can leave, he'll leave on a free in, in January. But like, if he can, if, if there's a, a team in Germany who like, you know, He's already 26, man, why can't he be 23, dude? Yeah. Well, he can't be 23 because, you know, 
Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you when you're 23. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but... I can't believe I didn't see that coming. Yeah, come on now. Um, but like just to, to put sort of a cap on the Granada game and then we'll, we'll, uh, on the end of the end of the break, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about El Salvador and other stuff. Um, I think, I think the, the thing is with games like that is that like, it's a testament to the fact that there's a part of our fan base and we talk about this on this podcast all the time, but there's a part of our fan base that really doesn't get it. And it's like, you know, there are, there is value in seeing the ball go in the back of the net. Um, like you don't have to play every single window against 2010 Spain. Like it's okay. You can, you can just like see the ball go in the back of the net. And that brings me to, you know, Jordan Morris, which is like, you're, you're telling me you needed, like you, you needed to fly over Brendan Aronson for this and you couldn't have put in Jordan Morris. Like, well, I think that like, there's something to the fact that Jordan Morris watches the ball go into the back of the net, like on average, like 1.25 times a game. And I, I, I wish I could give credit to whoever said this. Maybe it was Ricky. <laughs> I don't know. But like somebody's like, what do you want? Like people were like mad that Jordan Morris scored four goals because they don't want him to be called up to the national team. Like, what do you want the dude <laughs> to do? Not try? Like, yeah, uh, that's a yeah, bad he, take. He, He's probably like not really good enough for the national team unless he's going to be like an off year gold cup guy. But like, dude, go score a bunch of goals. Do the best you can. Like, maybe he is good enough. Some maybe he will be good enough again someday. I don't know. And honestly, that's kind of like I haven't been on Twitter as much for many reasons. But also, like, there are people I used to follow that like or whatever. They're just like, I don't understand why they're angry. Like there there's all these tweets getting like likes about like uh good job claudio for getting greg burhalter fired and like there everything that happens is like screw greg burhalter like why he wasn't that bad he's is he pep guardiola no is he jurgen klinsman also no like he was fine <laughs> like no, i think i think the thing I is i don't is understand like, the anger it's i think what it is it's and this is going to get into sort of a larger concept of the attention economy um, and there, there was a, a really good article about this. Uh, I want to say might've been national review, might've been dispatch, might've been, um, the Atlantic. I, it was, it was some prestige like newsletter ish thing. Malcolm Gladwell um, writes for it in some <laughs> manner or another, but it was, it was talking about how the way that, uh, attention, the attention economy works like TikTok or Instagram or whatever, it rewards, um, behavior that we find to be antisocial right so like nuance does not do well in the attention economy but saying that greg berhalter is a you know slave driver who uh, also peed on snoopy once will get you a lot of likes and a lot of retweets um and also amongst fans of certain films um that again we are not above being sponsored by but like um if you talk about Burhalter as being like he's awful it's like look like he had defensive tactics he's had defensive tactics his entire career his instinct is to not concede goals guess what America was really good at under Greg Burhalter not conceding goals so is this like a generational thing like I find that sort of I don't know discourse like repugnant like I'm just like what do you like ugh like, is this like a, if I were, 
you know, a, 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 zo- a zoomer or whatever the hell they're called. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, know. I think. I mean, I'm not that is, old. I'm 42. Like, but no, but know. it's what it what it is. It's um, it's it, it's moments like these that like it reminds me of a like the the song I was a teenage anarchist, and it's like great. it's a great song, and it's like like Laura Jane's like point in the song is like when you're young, like yeah, like we're gonna overthrow everything and then it's like by the middle of the song like you can tell that the character whether that's laura jane or like a made-up character is like figured out that the whole thing is bullshit and it's like nobody is overthrowing anything nobody's doing anything but like when you're young you want to believe that passion matters and when you're old what you realize is is knowledge of arcane rules matters this like, is like uh, Rage Against the Machine requiring like ID cards to get into their concert now. Or precisely. It yes. Yeah. It's exactly that. It's like, I mean, to quote, to quote the best film of our generation. And yes, I will go to war on this. You die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Um, but you can watch maybe that movie, but certainly other films on Paramount Plus. Hey, everybody. Uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. UF. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League Soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, You'll note, not Arsenal. And craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title. No. Against Liverpool. No. Man City. Yeah, probably. Chelsea. No. PSG. Come on. Barcelona. Now you guys are clearly just messing with us. And more. Fire. In soccer's biggest <laughs> club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage Moist. time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on, on Paramount+, Plus, but <laughs> they're not going to advertise for that. Golazzo. I really enjoy the fact that nobody here uh, has any problems with the fact that The Dark Knight is the best film of our generation. I'm not going to argue you on that, but I don't really care no. for it. You don't care for it? Nope. Too oh, much. God, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we need to have you a know, fight live, hold live on, on hold air on. here? Or live no, on recording? We're, we're, th- on this, recording. All this gives me is the uh, the scene in in, uh, in Family Guy where they're about to die and Peter's like, did not care for the Godfather. <laughs> it just like stops caring about what they're doing. It's just like, I'm sorry, what? Here, it's a perfect film. <laughs> it insists upon itself. It has a valid point. The whole thing is great. The, the um, Dark Knight was like one and three quarters of a movie crammed into one movie. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Well, All so right. you're, wait, so you're saying that for the first time ever, that there was a Christopher Nolan movie that was too long. Oh, not Oppenheimer is long, but to... like I'd rather they have given attention to the first storyline and then like gone and like fulfilled it, 
and then done another movie and fulfilled the second part of the storyline, not like wedge them into one movie. Because the second storyline relied upon the first storyline. And the whole point was that Harvey Dent's character had to be broken. That was you know, the they write because books and trilogies. They do movies and series. You can do these sorts of there things. There was they a third movie. Yeah, but there was a third <laughs> movie that was that, that needed to be done in its own time. And be, because Christopher Nolan decided he wanted to remake A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> You're free to like it. No more. Don't go for it. <laughs> I'm just saying like... Wait, which... The Dark Knight. A tale of two cities. The Dark Knight Rises is a tale of two cities. And Actually, I will give you that it's an amazing quote. It's an amazing quote, but also, I'm sorry, Greg, were you not aware that Dark Knight Rises is a tale of two cities? No, I'm gonna have to go back and do more research on this. Because the quote on uh on Bruce spoiler alert, the quote on Bruce Wayne's um tombstone is from a tale of two cities. <laughs> they smack ah. you in the face with it. <laughs> Like about like like the whole thing about how like how Bane is using a revolution to advance like the whole it's it's just the tale of two cities it's fine he's wanna, even wearing wanna, like got it. you want to respect me even less I never even saw that movie um so no, Dark Knight wow. Rises is, yeah you should see it I mean it's good um I I think ben, the I think you're problem, fired yeah well <laughs> I I I think that like the biggest problem with the Nolan um Batman movies is that. Christopher Nolan would have made better movies if he didn't have to have a dude with a cape running around. <laughs> like if, if you had given him the same storylines and you didn't have to have Batman and they were just societal critiques, it would, they would have been better movies, but um, he had to utilize the fact that it was like, but Bruce Wayne IP, my friends IP. Um, but like the, the character of the Joker is just like as a stand in for the, like the nature of chaos and anarchy within a system um, is, is, to me very poignant <laughs> isn't it a little bit dark too that um you know he yes. ledger then committed yes. suicide yes. so yeah because of there was pretty clearly be- something some mental well, things well, there. well the the whole thing was that he like he wanted like he spent a month alone in a hotel room like becoming the joker and it's like the whole point of that character is that it's it, it doesn't work like you can't be that for a very long time um also there's a conspiracy theory that relates to the olsen twins but i'm not going to get into that um you can look <laughs> it up on your own time uh also you should watch the, the dark knight rises just because tom hardy's in it like i have a rule that like certain people like get auto watched and like tom hardy gets auto watched for me that's fair like, i can't think of anything that he's been in that i didn't like so how about el salvador was tom hardy has tom hardy ever been in el salvador <laughs> i feel like probably probably <laughs> Um, it's so just on also, an odd basis, yeah. <laughs> certainly been to Orlando. That it's, would have been easier, an easier transition. Europe of no, I was going to say it's the Europe of Florida, <laughs> but it's the Ohio of Florida. Um, it's the Disney <laughs> of the Southeast. The Ohio of Florida, yes. I mean, technically <laughs> correct, yeah. I don't know. Um. So, so in that game, um, I I, I do want to say a certain. Uh, I, I want to open with a preamble that I've given before, um, and that is that just because you don't understand statistics doesn't mean that they're not true, and you can get very mad about finishing, but ninety nine times out of a hundred, Wes McKinney heads that first ball in, or uh, in the the he puts it on frame. Yeah. And we go into half up one nil. We we pour it on in the second half, and and you all have a much wider sphincter about the whole thing. 
Um, nice. Yeah. Good reference. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Um, loose butthole. Um, but I, I think that, like, <laughs> watching that game... Um, <laughs> watching that game... I'm, I'm running on, like... Why? 20 total hours of sleep over the last seven days. Um, okay. Um, but I think, I think in terms of that game... Um, <laughs> That was a, a a fun game for me because it, it was like a reminder of like how prisonery of the moment everybody is because like the discourse surrounding Christian Pulisic went from went, went from um from fuck you Greg for putting that in he's the a chat. Ballon d'Or um, winner till he sucks yes thank you uh, Ben why don't you talk for a second here <laughs> I'm gonna need to look a word up. Um, yes, no, you look that word no. up. Look that word up. Do it. Do it on air. Do it on air and read it. Read it right now, please. All right. The word is chlorophilia, which Plus. is lover of something. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and say it's not something nice. It, it, nope. it is. It is not. It is not. It is not. Um, oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> I did not think Odell Beckham was going to come up on this podcast. <laughs> Tied it back, baby. Tied it back. Intense uh, interest and pleasure in feces and defecation, especially as a source of sexual arousal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shout out to what we do in the shadows, as always. Um, like Sesame Street. Today's episode is brought to you by... Corporate Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god oh god okay uh miles robinson he's back uh serginio des um probably should have been responsible for a goal um yeah i mean i i don't know that that shot was on frame uh so like we're, we're talking about in like the second minute it was super early yeah. um uh el salvador has a nice hold up layoff and serginio just like sort of did the serginio thing where he didn't really play defense and um ball came off turner had an i I guess it was a nice save i don't know if it counts as a save because again i don't know if that was on frame um but um yeah yeah. the the only time i was tempted to actually sit down and spend hours and hours grading this match was uh when the man of the match came out and it was ricardo pepe and i'm like you all are dumb you all are dumb did you see miles robinson did you see weston mckinney like I don't. I just no, don't just have the time and energy. I just don't have the time and energy to sit down and show you the thirty-eight things that Miles M- Robinson did, and R- Ricardo Pepe scored a goal. Like, yes, it's nice. We need a goal to win, but come on. I, I mean, the, like, my thing is, is that like, even if even if you are like, I'm going to give man of the match to the player who made the loudest play. Wes. Wes made the play. That (laughs) ball was more important than the goal. Like in the whole grading system, like the goal probably gets like a two and a half. The pass gets like a three, three and a half. It was that's more important than the actual. I mean, I guess look, like I don't know. Like look, Pepe made a nice play. Like he he looped. uh, It was a nice run. Like the love a chip finish. Nothing quite more more like slowly insulting to the goalkeeper. And like cheeky. I will, I will, I will say this, uh, about Pepe, like, and, and we can talk about Pepe for a second here. Um, I think that he's gotten a lot stronger in the last year because he was getting like pushed at and, and he just sort of like did was seemed unbothered. And say what you want about the Dutch league. 
it's a it's a pretty good finishing school, like in both senses of that word or term. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and like I I actually like I have such a weird and this is like a a, a, a probably like less to do with Peppy than it has to do with everybody else. But like every time we go through the center forwards or the nine discourse, right? I feel like he's like I just like don't like him as much as other players. Um, but I I think that like. And, and look, I don't watch ground again. So if, if you, if you say, well, have you seen this game? I guess, uh, no, I haven't. I don't, right. I, I have limited amounts of time and ESPN I'm not going to spend has the Dutch league and they don't put ground again on. It's yeah, only, like, it's only the big four. Sorry guys. Um, And so like my, my view of it is just like, if this is what he's turning into, then it's probably worth mentioning that he he's Olympic eligible. Like he's not even close to where he's going to be. Um, But if we're going to talk about, you know, center forward disc course, um, the path might be blocked according to, according to 29. Um, and some other random tweet tonight, like team talk sports or something. Yeah. I think like they were probably citing him. Yeah. Um, but Flo- Florian, Florin, Florin. Uh, Flo is the, uh, Flo is the nickname. They keep calling him Flo, but his name is spelled F O L. Have you have you listened to French? They don't use letters in order. Like Brett Favre, it's V R E. It's V R E. Like how do you get Favre out of that? There's no language that I'm aware of that you switch letters like the position of the of in the word. Yeah. So the, 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 yeah, well, right. obviously an option. Um, but Balogun uh, appears to have silently committed. For those of you in in recruiting land, uh, he's apparently <laughs> a silent commit. Um, if that is the case. The ceiling of this group just sort of skyrocketed because the the highest, probably the highest floor of any position group one through eight was the center forwards. Because if you go through to the lowest eighth guy floor. there, no highest floor. Because I think that the if you go to the the eighth eight or the the eighth, you know. Winger, oh, because they were the all the eighth, same, you mean? Because they were all the same. The difference between Daryl DK and Haji they weren't, and Jordan no, weren't Pifa, good. Right. <laughs> but they were all like, every one of them was like Norwich in the championship level, right? Like regardless of where you are, you are basically there. Fine. Um, you know, Ferreira, DK, Sergeant, Pifak, Wright, uh, Pepe. Like it was all sort of the same. Um, but Balligan just sort of changes everything because it yeah. gives you a guy who, who is, who is legit at his position and mm-hmm. center forward is one of the places where we just did not have a dude. Um, and Balogun appears to be a dude. Um, if, if he comes through, look, I'm not going to believe it until he, until he's, you never know on when the Miami's field in Orlando in with a rich offer, you know? Yeah. Look, we all thought like, I'll, I'll use an example. <clears throat> Terrence Shannon was going to Michigan and then Illinois yeah. said something <laughs> and then he wasn't going to Michigan anymore. Um, Michigan state had a left tackle of the future, five-star guy. That guy plays for Miami now. Yeah. You never want to hear Miami's involved in your recruitment. No. Miami, Texas A&M and Oregon. Those, yes. are, those are, there are three of the four horsemen. Nike drugs and oil. Uh, not Texas oil, but yes. All right. <laughs> Strictly speaking, Qatari oil, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 
I guess the fourth horseman of oh dear God no would be um would be Alabama. Yeah, Bama. Or Georgia, I guess. Um <laughs> yeah. I where their money comes from, just like actually I can tell you where their no, no no. I can tell you where Alabama's money comes from. And it and it comes from the fact that um Mobile, Alabama is a significant uh, 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 significantly more important as a port than you think it is, and about as corrupt as every other port in America. Huh. Um, the other notable ports being uh, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what do those three places have in common? <clears throat> it's organized crime. <laughs> it's organized crime. And uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly, there's something going on in Alabama that makes people very rich very quickly. <laughs> Wait, people in Al- mobsters in Alabama watch football? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Uh, and, 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 you know, whatever. Um, and strictly speaking, I'd watch, Miami's. I'd watch that show. Yeah. Miami's money doesn't come from drugs yeah, anymore. Right. It comes from a single crypto scam. Like one crypto scam that got a guy like $8 billion and he decided to funnel all of that money to NIL. And it is going to, I mean, look, props on return. You got a final four in year one. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, no notes. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have plenty of stuff to watch when you're spending the next 20 years in prison for fraud. Yes, but 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 Miami will be good the whole time. Probably not because once the money dries up because you'll have already laundered that money. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's oil money, um, crypto scams, and uh, for Oregon, yes, Nike, um, Phil Knight does what he wants. <laughs> So child um, labor. Child labor. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it. Um, but I, I, I do, I got to say, I love that Ben Affleck is laundering the reputation of Nike. Love it. Love it. Way <laughs> you know, to go, Ben. I know. Ben I know Affleck the, and Matt Damon. All right. I know that the world is terrible. I'm well aware of this fact. But every once in a while, you're just like, do I need to be reminded constantly? Like, you know how like everybody's all like, oh yeah, battery powered cars, yay, green, you know, blah blah blah. Like I've been seeing people like tweeting out lately videos of where oh, they mine yeah. the minerals. Yeah, it is like horrendous. horrific. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm sorry. Drill oil and kill seals. I don't need people being buried alive. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, all I'm gonna say about oil is that um, at least American drilled oil pays really well yes i have heard that (laughs) like it's it's one of those jobs that like by all accounts like if you're a single dude who can't get into college like go work in the oil fields for 10 years you'll be fine yeah um but i i guess like just sort of to bring it back somehow um (laughs) oil is pretty slick and so is that pass from western mckinney i was gonna say the one from uh luca uh, like to end the game, like towards, yeah. like it was like the the ninety first minute or whatever. Um, I've been watching super carefully at that point. So again, because yeah. I had I, because I I watched that game mostly uh, like piecemeal as I was trying to get my daughters to go to sleep at two a.m. Um, you know that sort of is what it is. But um, I think that like the takeaway from this this window, and 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 we'll be back next week to sort of talk about where we go from here high level stuff be previous... on topic yeah can we get no, some no. kind of rumor about a technical director or a coach 
Like, Gooch, so, so, a little bit, please. Yeah. So Gooch was on a conference call, uh, not talking, but he was on it um, for the the women's team. So I think I think that's as as good as as done. I feel um, like you know. Have you ever seen like the the I don't know. I can't even think of an an example, but a movie where like they ask for volunteers and the line of guys takes a step back and there's one guy left. It's like, wait, what? Community did that. Uh, it's the whoever's responsible for this Habitat for Humanity collapsing to take a step forward. And uh, that, I believe, is how Gucci Anyewu is getting the technical director <laughs> job at this point in time. Or, or it could have been like a, everybody who is not a technical director, take a step forward. Gooch, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Bad news, Gooch. Um, it's it's really... I. I was watching something that's not very. Oh, I was watching uh, How I Met Your Father, um, which is fine because I have a wife who is in charge of every other show that I watch. So uh, that's how that works. Um, but there was one. So I've rebelled, and this is the one I chose. Yeah, I will die um, in this hell. But the the last episode that we watched had someone saying, "Yeah, I, I had to get a tattoo, but I had to find a place where nobody could see it, which is why I have a tattoo on my taint." <laughs> Lost it. Completely lost it. Just speaking of Gooch, um, yeah. just lost it. Like uh, my, my like my wife like looked at me like, "That's the thing you're gonna laugh at." I was like, "Taint is a funny yeah, word." I don't know right. which one. Pretty much any time you involve. <laughs> There's a uh, I, you don't you need to know all the YouTubers I watch, but one of the YouTubers I watch used the word "chode." <laughs> about lost. Always it. funny. Always funny. Um, I like I, I I always like that as an insult because it's like. What it makes me feel like I'm like 13 and in seventh grade yeah. again. It's like, great. Yes, I, like like there like it's a good one because it's like you know how like there are some insults that have not aged gracefully because it's like for one reason or another you like you you're just not proud that you called kids that. Um, like calling guys like a butt munch. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna. I wish I could do that more often. Yeah. Or like, dude, you're a chode. It's like I, I dare you to work that into a contract somewhere in like the in like the the small print that nobody ever reads. That all right. All right, um, I'm gonna need a screenshot. Uh, also being around uh, high schoolers all all weekend, I I like already have like like my my conversations have been peppered slightly with modern slang, yeah. and like um I don't like it. So like like right you, like you just said. Uh, I, like you're like oh yeah and i was like bet and then like i heard it come out of my mouth and i was like fuck yeah Cap. <laughs> uh yeah that's one um riz that's the yeah, big one. charisma riz. yeah charisma um that's the big one i feel one. like that should have been used in like greece or something that's at italy that's an entirely different civilization yeah. uh, Travolta had the riz eh, kind of similar uh John Does Travolta. somebody named Rizzo in that movie? Lizzo? Rizzo. Isn't there a Rizzo, Rizzo in, in Greece? Am I making this up? No, I think it's G-R-E-A-S-E. Right. Yes. I I thought you meant Greece as in the, the island. country. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much <laughs> Uzo that there, note, my friend. Yeah. I, I, on that note, dear listener, I am done. Uh, you can find Ben at halfspaces.com, but you've broken him, so probably not for a while. Uh, but for, for for his takes on how all of you suck, us, ourselves included, you can find him at BL Herald. Uh, you can find uh, Stumpy at Mister Rising eighty nine. You can find me. I've essentially just made the 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 
collective account, my personal account, uh, at TLS, TDS, um, but other people are on it sometimes, I guess. Um, you can find us on Instagram just as soon as we have a sporting director and a coach, um, but not one day sooner. Um, special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue White decides to put in, Paramount Plus, and um, films of all sorts. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local sporting director. Uh, and dear listener, we could not and would not do this without you. So thank you so much. And we will see you next time. I think we still would do this even without them. Sports Social Podcast Network.